Well, my pleasure. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Tracy Litt. Tracy, are you ready to do this? I am ready to do this. Good morning. Good morning. Let's go. Tracy is a success mentor for visionary women leaders. She's the CEO of The Lit Factor. She's a TEDx speaker, a thought leader, best-selling author, amongst many other things. Tracy, excited to have you back on. Tell us a little about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Thank you. Thank you. I love being back here with you. We had a great green room chat, if you will. Um, so I'm Tracy Litt. I'm the CEO and founder of The Lit Factor. A little bit about me personally. Um, I have three fabulous daughters, two in college, one uh, about to be leaving high school to go to college. So <laughs> yay me. I feel like singing I Will Survive right now. Um, <laughs> three daughters is no laughing matter. Um, and uh, a wonderful, super supportive husband for which I'm super grateful because behind every incredible woman is an incredible man, as I like to say, or an incredible partner. Um, And I get to wake up every single day and hold my clients and my community in the highest version of themselves so that they can step into that and see what's possible. That's at the core of what we do as a company is we guide you, coach you, and teach you through the how of within so that you can be in your evolving, becoming process, which is what this whole lived experience is all about. We don't want to just be the same. We want to be evolving and becoming. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's an interesting thing because you can, if you want, you can say the same, like, and, and when I'm about to say this, it's not coming from judgment. It's coming from truth. You can choose shallow and comfortable. That's fine. Not shallow through the ego association of that word, but just shallow through the depth, right? How deep do you want to go with yourself? How deep do you want your relationships to be? Um, you know, how deep do you want to explore the possibilities within you, et cetera, et cetera. So you, you can, and it's actually very easy to live comfortable and shallow. Um, that, that is easier, straight out. <laughs> However, it is um, a disservice to you, to everyone around you, to your unique call for the world, and to your ability to experience the elevated emotions that are available to you in your inner environment, right? To live in joy and and bliss and love and pleasure and ease. And that's part of the journey of becoming and evolving. So it's either comfortable and shallow or wickedly uncomfortable and deep. You get to choose. <laughs> I love it, and I've certainly I'm, I'm a person who's 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 chosen that harder path, and I believe that the unexamined life is not worth living, and we do need to dig into this stuff. And I certainly, I guess, I don't begrudge anybody that doesn't want to do that. That's their choice, and they get to yeah. do that, and I'm yeah. going to do what I'm going to do. Yeah. Do do some people really just innately, or whatever the term is, know themselves, or you know, is, 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 is there a spectrum on that? You mean without working on themselves? Yeah. Not unless you have a very, 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 very unique enlightenment experience, right? Like Eckhart Tolle speaks of his sitting on a park bench, boom, enlightenment experience. It's beautiful. That's not happening for the masses in that way. And the only way for you to have some sort of 
open enlightened experience is to start to open yourself up and work on yourself. It's not like he had done nothing on himself and then one day enlightenment just dropped down upon him, right? There were, there were things that were going on prior. So uh, to truly know thyself, because when I hear that, I interpret that as self-actualization, self-evolution, right? Which means identity shifting to really, really get to the soul of who you are. Because if you're not doing the inner work, then who you know is simply the identity that was created via who raised you and the beliefs that were pushed into you and the programming that occurred and the household that you were raised in and the circumstances, right? All of those things. You don't actually know you. You know the identity you became. And that is not the truth of your wholeness, the truth of your divine love, and the truth of your capacity. That's powerful stuff right there. And, and that's so only true. on me. That's me on a half a cup of coffee, you guys. I'm just going to say. I'm going <laughs> to give myself some props. <laughs> <laughs> we are out of the gate. We are out of the gate fast. I like it. Mm hmm. Hmm. Yeah, what that's that's that, what, that's, yeah. that's an interesting does, one to kind of get your brain around. What does that make you contemplate? Where does that where does that take you? What it made me think about was the whole allegory of 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 the cave, right? We're all sort of stuck in the cave, and our our idea of the reality is is we're seeing these shadows on the wall, but we're not really, you know, that's not really what we're seeing. That's not what reality is. We need to venture out past that and yeah. to actually get out into the world and be like, oh, look at that, I've. I've, I've left my echo chamber, my upbringing, the baggage and crap that people piled on me. That's, 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 that, that's where my brain went. Yeah. I love it. And, and that's a beautiful analogy. And we can add to that when you go even further to go like remove the veil, right? Cause that's what it is. It's like, what, 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 wow. Right. When you remove the veil, then you realize at the highest level, you're actually generating that reality because nothing's real unless you make it real. That's the depth and the breadth of the power that each one of us hold. We simply, there's two things. We weren't raised to learn it, right? There was no school teaching us our own uh, evolution and enlightenment and, and personal power. And it wasn't available. Right. I mean, how cool is it that we get to hang out and have awesome flow conversation on topics that weren't even, you know, like a flitter in anyone's eye when our parents were growing up and when our grandparents were going growing up. I think that's cool. And, and, it, and it, it really affirms the divine responsibility that our generation has to show up fully with this and recognize that we are way past the days of, um, you know, I'm feeling anxiety, I need to find a therapist, right? We are now in the consciousness revolution of your sole priority as a spiritual energetic being having a human experience, which is a scientific truth, is our main purpose 
is to grow, is to come in as a spiritual energetic being having human experience, is to tap in and heal and grow and ascend into higher levels of ourselves, right? Like, did you play Mario Brothers? Of course. Okay. So, right. So anyone that's in our like age range, you totally like, yes, I play Mario Brothers. So thank you. And if you don't know what Mario Brothers is, I am so sorry for your loss. Go Google it because it was like the classic, classic Nintendo game. And in Mario Brothers, you jump levels, right? And you're jumping levels ultimately for the prize of saving the princess, which we don't do because that's old school patriarchal stuff and no one needs to be saved. And we understand that. But to really be able to play and recognize this opportunity and this game, if you will, of expanding and healing and jumping those levels right from maybe you're in a little bit of powerlessness. I know I was. I mean, the, who I am now is is 203 levels up in that game from where I started as a single mother with an eight month old baby right on, you know, food stamps, on tons of worth issues right i'm the i'm the proof of the work that we do and it's only because it's like great let me go within and continue to learn and grow because when you do to the piece you said before about you know coming out of the cave and reality as you well let's just call it level up the way you see the world levels up right the 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 lens through which you perceive things levels up what you see as available to you what you tolerate who you spend your time with your belief in yourself your conviction about what's possible uh you know all rises as you rise and the most magnificent byproduct of that is not what happens for you this is my perspective it's the ripple effect that occurs because you leaned in and showed up because when you up level your frequency up levels your your energy your level of consciousness so now if you are let's say this marker is me or you if 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 i'm the variable that just leveled up and changed which means that everything around me is being perceived differently the natural ripple effect you don't have to do anything you don't have to be like oh my god read this book i'm changing my life come with me okay which we can talk about don't do any of that you just keep doing you and then science, science says that then anything in proximity to this variable changing has to shift in accordance to this variable shifting. And now we have a ripple effect, right? And now it's like you're co-regulating with people. You're co-resonating with people. You know, eventually my husband came over while I was on this journey and he was like, hmm, what are you doing over there? You seem really calm. You're not talking shit about our friends anymore. What's going on with you? Right? Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't commiserate the way that I used to. And then all of a sudden, oh, 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 you're, you don't, you're not control. You don't care where we go. Nope. Right. Control and judgment were the first two low level things that I worked on. And that's, that's the whole point. That's the whole point because we are so conditioned to think that the answer is outside right? We're so conditioned to go, well, it's her or it's him or it's that, or, you know, once I X, then I'll feel Y. And it's not, it's, it's an inside job. Right. And I'll, I will close this rant with this. And it's not enough to know that. And it's not enough to hear it and be like, yeah, it's an inside job. And then do nothing. 
It's like saying, oh my God, there's a gym over there. If I go there, I'll have a six pack and I'll lose 20 pounds. Look at the gym. Ah! But I never got a membership or drove my ass there and walked in repetitively day after day after day to change. So there we go. I love it. <laughs> and what was sort of bouncing around my head is, is am I ever done? Uh, I, I need to, how, how do I, how do I think about, is it progress? That's my, yes. that, that's, 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 that's like my achievement person coming out, but I don't want to just mm -hmm. focus on. Oh, I love this. This is so great, George. Okay, this is so great because we're all wired to be achievers, right? Not only just like straight up wiring of our brain, but the society under which we were all raised for the most part, all is a loose word, uh, is you are as good as what you do, right? The last good or bad thing you did outside of you will indicate whether or not you're enough, whether or not you're valuable, so achieve, 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 achieve. And then when you're, when you're done achieving that, don't even celebrate and talk about it. Go, what's your path for the next achievement, right? These are all of the old school stuff that we're starting to disinvest, right? Our energy from. We're never done. Oh, doesn't that feel so much better? It's like, oh, it's like, there's no finish line. No one's waiting for me. You know, at the end, or rah, rah, rah. I'm going to rah, rah, rah myself in every tiny victory and every micro victory of progress. It is practice and progress and practice and progress and an outrageous amount of grace, right? When we fall off, when, when, when I'm not being her, right? And in, in the way that we teach, because we, in our inside of our group programs and events, um, we are specifically working with women leaders and entrepreneurs. When we do corporates or trainings, it's different. So it is your progress and your embodiment of her, that next level version of yourself. And it's even progress, for example, um, if you're a meditator, which I hope you are, and if you're not, please explore that. There are some days where I'm doing meditation and I am literally like 72 times in a thought coming back, in a thought coming back, and right? Victory, victory every single time. It's like, yay, progress, progress. We're never done because this is about our soul. You're not evolving your meat suit. You're not evolving your physical body, right? And you get to decide what you believe after physical death. I don't, I don't have an opinion for anyone on that. I'm still like exploring that one myself. We're never done. So now think about how great and energetically mm, yummy that feels to just be like, sweet, there's no finish line. This is about my progress. This is about my progress. Cool. Now it like literally takes away all of the perfectionist stress. You're going to get a grade on it. How are you? Did you, are you done? Right. Which drives that whole, I'm not there yet. Oh my God, I joined this program and, and I'm still thinking the way that I used to think. And it's been three weeks. What's wrong with me? Right. It's like you guys, any, anything you invest in, in the world of human potential, nothing is a fast pill because it is the unbecoming of decades, decades and percentages of generations before you that had those ways of being right so it's like cool we're not gonna completely evolve or hit enlightenment in this physical body lifetime great 
Let's just have fun. Play the game. Show up. Do the work. And I will promise you that when you do come inside to do the work, the work, the how of within work, all of your perceived problems will eradicate and not because you actually solve the problem, but because you understand that as you rise and expand who you, how you see yourself and the way you think and the way you see the world, problem is perspective. And that's part of raised consciousness. Problem is perspective. I love that. Problem, problem is perspective. I do. I have a whole class on it because it is one of the most important things to, to, to really realize, mm -hmm. right? Problem is perspective and perspective is malleable and choosable. We have choice on that one for sure. Right, right, right. So, you know, no matter what it is like, okay, so my daughter's father, and I talk about this openly all the time, didn't turn out to be the man that I had hoped he was going to be. And my daughter's gone through a lot of abandonment issues and things, you know, and now she's a freshman in college. Um, as a result, I don't see that as a problem because my perspective is, is that her journey, she, her soul's journey needs certain lessons. We all do, right? And is it, do I not, as a mother, my mama bear, do of course I don't want her to feel pain, but that's also low level because that's not real, right? Lived experience is contrast. It's pain, it's resilience, right? It's, it's learning how to grow through and recognize that what, has happened in her existence thus far has happened for her and it has made her the woman she is right so i mean that's something that most people go my god what a problem and and then what happens when we focus on problems we put a problem we talk about the problem we call everybody about the problem we fixate about the problem we hold the problem we rub the problem we coddle the problem my god i have this problem and now everybody is like commiserating and complaining and low level and your energies and the shitter and then you perpetuate the problem because where you place your focus and attention is where you place your energy right so I could rant about this one for days, but yes, that's my example. Yeah, that's a really good one. And I think we can all, we can all identify probably at some level with that. And, <clears throat> and we are in love with our problems a lot of the time. Yes, yes, yes. Because most of the time, our ability to coddle our problems affirm an emotional addiction that we have somewhere right. along the line. It also provides some attention, right? It's, it's like, a, it's like I, I said recently in our certification training that focusing on problem and commiserating is a disempowering form of connection, right? Because like, let's really go there. Something's coming through my body. If what we desire at our deepest and highest level as beings is connection, and it's so unfamiliar and vulnerable for most beings to be vulnerable through the lens of support, love, help, honesty, truth. And it is so much more common, sadly, in our society 
to have something negative say or have something problematic to say or lay something out there for someone to fix with you or bitch about something or commiserate on something. But what are we receiving in that problem focus and commiseration? We're receiving the connection we crave, but we're doing it in a really, really low level way where nobody's winning and only old paradigms are being perpetuated. Hmm. Right? So what would it look like to be like, oh, what I really want here is connection. I don't need to like complain or whatever about this. I could just say, whew, I would really love some connection right now. Do you want to meet up? Can we talk? This is what's really on my heart. And that loops us back to, therefore you're choosing the uncomfortable and deep option versus the comfortable and shallow option. What a trap. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What a crazy trap. That's so, I mean, it's the easier option. It's like, I want to be hanging out. <clears throat> want to grab a beer or, or a glass of wine with my friend or whatever, you know, grab a coffee and, you know, geez, I really just fall back to talking about, you know, nonsense, bullshit type uh -huh. stuff. And it uh -huh. keeps everybody sort of stuck. Absolutely. Right. So it's just like, I feel like we need to uh, give a challenge to your beautiful audience now or something because, and, and I want to say this too, it doesn't mean that you're not just, yes, you also shoot the shit. This isn't about like, you got to get together for a beer or coffee and like go, oh my God, go deep into your inner child. Like that's not, you know, I, 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 my body is telling me to say that it is about when you are sitting down, being open to what's real for you. How are you feeling? What's going on, right? And when you're exploring a, an opportunity, it's not a problem. It's a, there's this opportunity I have. Help me brainstorm, right? If I'm, gonna, I'm choosing to see this this way, where can I take this from here? Start to right, help the people that are in your life to think at a higher level. Share what you've been grateful for and keep the topics on you and the other person. We so quickly navigate into, did you hear what's happening with so-and-so? Oh my God, such and such. No, just, just no, no. I love those. Um, having different tools um, in our toolbox to uh, be able to have a good conversation, um, I think is super helpful because otherwise we just revert to talking about you know, sometimes vapid nonsense or, you know, other people or what's, you know, my, my toothache that's been bothering me, whatever. So yes. I appreciate that. So help me brainstorm on this thing I'm working on, mm -hmm. share something you're grateful for and make sure that mm -hmm. you're keeping it about you and the other person and not talking about that a-hole Randy that, that you work with or that bitch yeah. Stacy. Exactly. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you'll be it. amazed you'll be amazed we do a uh, no complaint agreement uh inside mind magic our core program and when the women come through and sign it which is scary they like most, a lot of them delay they're like i didn't sign it yet right because you're like so afraid but then what they find is number one their energy and frequency goes through the roof in a great way but they're also like i have so much time back <laughs> like i have so much space because I was so focused on other people's shit. Oh my God. Right. I was so focused on that complaining piece. So try it on. 
It's pretty it. magical. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for coming back on. Where thank can people, you. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage? Ah, uh, come on over to thelitfactor.com. That's our website and it's L-I-T-T. And it's also at the Lit Factor on Instagram. And if you are curious to see where you are in your growth and ascension journey, uh, quantumleapquiz.com is a gift that we have. And it's a really, really cool assessment that'll deliver back to you a lot of insight about where you are. And then some just direct gifts of uh, meditations and um, some some guidance on what you can focus on to continue to jump levels. Love it. Yeah. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show Tracy your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to thelitfactor.com. It's T-H-E-L-I-T-T factor.com. Find them on Instagram as well. And then check out the check out quantumleapquiz.com um, and start on your path, Tracy. Yes. That's right. Come be uncomfortable with us. Yes. (laughs) Thank you again, Tracy. Thank you. And until next time, remember, do your part by doing your best.